Hello and welcome back to the University Podcast. This is the podcast that unravels the mysteries of university, covering all the topics that we wouldn't usually hear about. Joining me this week is the lovely Eve Coffey. Eve is a twin and grew up watching her sister experience everything in the same way that she did. However, when it came to university, her twin, May, went off to Manchester whilst Eve stayed at home and completed an art foundation course. What I want to find out about today is how Eve felt watching her sister go off and what changed when they were doing different things. I also want to ask her how she feels now about to go into her final year of uni whilst her twin is preparing to graduate and move into a full-time job. So let's go and meet her. It went from darkness to, I'm guessing, like, yeah, very like loud. Yeah, like, full-on, I've never heard my burger alarm go off. Now I know what it sounds <laughs> like. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> Hello. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm great. I'm wonderful. So in today's podcast, I want to talk to you all about being a twin and how that has kind of shaped your university I experience. I have so much to say about being a twin, having <laughs> been a twin my whole life. So yeah, it's like, question. it's like you've grown up with it. <laughs> I really have. <laughs> Where I want to go back to is when you were making that decision, because you didn't go to university straight no. away. You took a foundation year and yes. did art. Yeah. When did when the kind of questions came in about doing university, going off to university, yeah. was that something that May, your twin, wanted to do straight away and you were like, oh, I'm not really sure? I think just like personality-wise, she's always been very, wants to do things when the time is, when it's meant to happen. So like learning to drive, she learned straight away. She's got this idea of, like, just getting straight on with it. So I always knew that she'd just go straight off. Whereas for me, I like to kind of take my own pace at things, Mm. kind of watch what other people do and then learn from that. So I I thought about going straight away and then realised that was stupid for me. I'd rather, like, see how my friends got on with it and then then make the leap. So, yeah, I think we always both knew it was going to be her first and then me after. Did you not get that feeling of... FOMO or oh massively yeah yeah but then did you still want to stay back and watch someone else do it first yeah so FOMO in that I knew it would be dull as anything staying at home with just my parents because obviously Maid was going and then my older sister was already away so it would just be us three I don't think I thought about the FOMO too much before but then definitely had it when saw my friends like stories on like Instagram and Snapchat of them in freshers and I was like okay I've kind of got freshers at my art foundation course, but because I'm not staying on the campus at Loughborough, I, I come home, I can like camp on people's floors a bit, which I did do, but like obviously not for like a whole week. So I did have the FOMO of like seeing people just like with new friends all the time, but then like that would settle down and I'd be like, this was the right decision. I can still have that. I just need the time to like figure it out first. Definitely. Yeah. And so the course that you did go for, that art yeah. foundation course, was mm-hmm. that a similar process in terms of applying? God, I can't remember how what I even did now. <laughs> I think it was pretty much the same. I don't think it was quite as extensive on UCAS because it was only a year. I don't think that I had to do as much of a personal statement as you I did for then applying for Birmingham, but pretty much the same. So then watching that kind of moving week, how did that feel? Watching kind of your friends go away, watching May go away. How did you feel not having that kind of exciting move? Yeah, weird. A lot of relief because I kind of had 
the nerves that you would have for yourself, but for my sister. So I had that feeling of almost like a big change is happening. I feel a bit sick, which I'd had again for myself the year later, but it was a weird relief knowing that it wasn't for me. Once she was gone, I was kind of like, oh, I've had all, the, all of them feelings, but it's not really changed my situation. But then like a couple of days later, it was really weird. Like <laughs> in a bit of a dramatic way, it was almost like a grieving process. Yeah. Like it was for me and my mum. I think because we relied on each other quite a lot that week, we kind of just spent a lot of time together, like trying to make a joke or whatever, and then just like having a little cry or like just being Aww. sad. And it was so weird. We'd laugh at ourselves afterwards. Yeah, it was just weird being in the house without so many people. And then like seeing her like having a great time was kind of bittersweet because it was like, okay, she's settled in. She's met people that she likes. That's good. I'm glad she's not like there and like lonely. But also, that's my twin. Stop stealing her away. Yeah, because so it was is... just a really weird mix of emotions. Yeah, because it must be so weird when you've grown up with someone. Mm -hmm. Was it weird as well knowing that you could be in that situation? Yeah, it it, it, it was because I think when May got there immediately, like she recognised a girl that was in her house from she'd gone on a geography trip in the summer and immediately was like yeah I'm gonna be friends with her and then like a couple of days later she was saying that like everyone in the house is really nice and this and that and I was thinking like oh that's amazing like I wish I was meeting new people and also like is this going to be the same for me it seems like May's had a really good like introduction into uni everyone's really nice she knows someone she likes a house she likes where she's living blah blah, blah. I was kind of thinking I hope it's the same for me I hope that my experience is like that what if it's not so it just raised a lot of questions I know it was kind of crazy because it was like, well, I've still got a year to be thinking about this. But I was really starting to think about what it was going to be like for me in that situation. So when you went into the um, foundation art course, mm -hmm. was your thinking in terms of then moving on to a three year course in arts? Or when did your shift change into looking at English? So the point of me doing an art foundation was to kind of just make my mind up about art or English. So I'd done art and English at A-level and... That was one of the biggest reasons why I didn't go to uni. One was, of course, as I've already said, not feeling just like mentally ready. But also I was completely split between whether I wanted to do art or English. Did my foundation probably at the start with the idea that I would carry on with it. Um, and then you get there and everyone's really, really hearty <laughs> and really, really knows what they want to go into. Whereas I was kind of randomly picking like specialisms throughout the, throughout the year um, not really knowing where it was going to lead me to. And then it got to about halfway through the year and I just realised I missed writing and also didn't see myself being an artist anytime soon. So yeah, started applying for English. Were you tempted to stay at the same uni for English or what prompted the move to go to Birmingham? I definitely didn't want to stay at Loughborough for English. I might have considered it for art, but for English, it's still like a highly regarded university, but Birmingham's quite a lot higher up I think it was like fourth or fifth and because Loughborough is like 20 minutes down the road from me at home so I kind of thought it'd be weird living in halls when I could pop home any minute um Birmingham's not that much further but still like feels a good enough distance and I just wanted to like get to know a new city I knew Loughborough pretty well from the whole of my childhood so yeah I don't think I would have ever put Loughborough down as one of my choices for English. And do you think that was another positive of having that year out is that you were kind of feeling a little bit more confident to go a bit further away from home? Yeah massively so I say that like in a lot of ways the Art Foundation course was like a bit of a bridge because I was still in a university setting but then would 
like bring myself home like pretty much every night so I had like the best of both worlds kind of in a way but also only a little taste of each so I I started to get a bit like antsy I wanted more of the university life so it definitely like pushed me in the right direction without like having that massive leap that I think lots of people feel and I think for some characters that jump from a level to university is just a bit too much and for some people it's great but I felt like it would have been a bit of like a thrown in at the deep end sort of situation. So I'm definitely glad that I had that sort of transition. Mm. And would you recommend a foundation course for people if they are feeling a little bit nervy about the full university experience? Yeah, absolutely. For me, like it, it costs it costs nothing if you're, I think it's 18 or under to do a foundation course. It doesn't cost you anything. I had people telling me, oh, you're wasting a year, but... I kind of like always laugh that off because what's a gear in like the grand scheme of things and it yeah. was experience that like you do actually get a qualification at the end so I don't regret that I'm not now doing art and I don't think oh what a waste of time it also gave me something like productive to be doing in that free time like if I'd have just done a, a year out without either a foundation or working or traveling if I kind of just sat around I think I'd have been one bored out of my mind and two like not really pushed in the right direction towards uni I think I would have got quite comfortable yeah because do you think that would have been a backward step oh massively to just sit around and do nothing massively I mean you hear of people graduating and like not going into a job and they just feel like it's such a weird backward step of like I don't do anything with my life now um, and I think it would have felt kind of like that and yeah the risk of getting comfortable and then not going to uni would have been too great so I definitely recommend if you don't have the money or want to go traveling and you don't want to work a sort of nine to five like mundane job then definitely go into a foundation course because you're not going to lose anything for it. So now I want to talk about your twins first year at university. Mm -hmm. What did you kind of feel hearing about that? Did that make you excited about your first year or was it kind of intimidating watching her kind of go off and start this new life? I'd say like mostly really like it was exciting to hear like the stories also to hear that not everything was what I expected so I kind of expected it to be constantly like everyone's on a high all the time uh, always always going out like she went out a lot but there was also like nice stories of downtime just like watching films with the flat and this and that and I, it made me kind of think about the just like living with friends situation a bit more and just ha how nice that would be but then there was one sort of weird moment where she came back home I think it might have been the Easter break of first year yeah it was, it was getting close to our birthday that was it and she was feeling kind of sort of comfortable at home it was coming up to our birthday so a time that we shared together and just got quite upset about going back to uni because she didn't want to be away from me for the for our birthday it'd been nice to like spend I think it was like four weeks with the family and that was weird for me because May's the one that never gets upset so I, I remember just thinking god if it's if it's broken her then what, yeah. what, am, I, what am I gonna be like how the hell am I gonna deal with it but it was like brief and she she was quickly back and yeah and loving and it again that was kind of an aspect of because was that going back into a third term as well yeah so that's more kind of exams yeah that kind of thing I think now like in reflection it was just like an underlying like exam stress and she was trying to blame it on something else just yeah. to make herself feel better that's the only time that she's come home and been wanting to stay for longer every mm. the time we can't really keep her <laughs> she's flying back <laughs> yeah. on yeah. And did you notice a change in her for when she went off? Because I think quite a lot of people say that when you go off to university, obviously there is a massive jump 
from A-levels and people do seem to just grow up instantly yeah. or need to grow up and was that weird having her come back and having this new sense of life there was a quite drastic change in it in a way there wasn't as well I think that you kind of see a massive change in independence with most people when they go to uni she was always quite an independent person but just like getting about by herself just like structuring a day completely by herself just getting on it with everything I did notice that but then she was like the same silly person I don't think that it makes you like suddenly this boring adult to like go off to uni the weirdest thing was probably her coming back and becoming sort of irritated by people constantly like being around and like telling her what to do like I think having parents telling you what to do when you come home from uni is a bit of a weird thing to like adjust back to. So she'd always been someone that was really laid back and then suddenly I could like feel her getting a bit tense if like mum said, oh, can you do this or can you not do that? Because it was like, well, I fend for myself the whole year when you're not there. I think, I think she definitely experienced that. Was that something that you could relate to or did you find that difficult watching that change when you were still living at home? I think I could relate to it quite a lot actually because being the only kid still at home I got a lot of my parents attention. A lot of wanted attention but some unwanted in that it was kind of like I'm not a baby back off a little bit. Um, I'd come home from uni and it'd just be a bit like I'm an adult what am I doing here? (laughs) So yeah I could relate to that but it was just weird seeing it in her because she's always been like a quite a family person, likes to spend time with mum and dad quite a lot. So it was just like, oh, well, that's a shift, but kind of expected as well. Did she give you any advice when you then went off in your first year? I'd say not too much because she kind of wanted me just to experience it for myself and not going with too many like assumptions that might not happen for me. In fact, in, in first week, I remember like ringing her and her just being quite, not blunt, but... She wasn't overly emotional. I think she was just trying to like make me be strong for myself. Mm. And in reflection, I'm so glad that she did that because I, I think I rang her like, oh, it's weird and I, I don't know how to make friends with people anymore. Like I, you only do that when you're like five. <laughs> um, and she kind of just left me to my own devices, which definitely paid off because I think coming to uni, we've become more of our own people. We always were, but at home, being in the same like lessons and things like that, going to the same clubs when we were younger, I think we were kind of like a pair. And then when you go to university, it's it was so surreal in the first term, not introducing myself as like a twin or as like May's sister. Yeah, and also that's something that you wouldn't necessarily reveal to no, someone no, at all. So be, you are really an individual. Yeah, there'd be times where it would be weeks and weeks that I knew someone and then suddenly it'd be like, oh, have you got a twin? Like they might have seen a photo on Instagram or I might have just briefly said something in conversation. And I think I just assume that everyone just, there's like a, a radar, everyone can just sense that I'm a twin. Yeah. But yeah, being my own person was quite refreshing, I think. And I think she wanted that as well. So just kind of let, let me do what I needed to do. Did it ever cross your mind to want to go to the same uni or to want to go off as a pair? We would have never gone off as a pair, I don't think. But at school, we tried to not be like in the same form groups or anything like that. When we were really little, my mum actually asked for us to be in separate classes, which I'm sure because I was really sensitive, I didn't like the idea of. <laughs> but again, massively beneficial now. But yeah, we would have never gone off and like wanted to live in like the same halls or anything. I would have considered Manchester because it's a good uni, but then just immediately cut it short because I just thought, I don't want to be stepping on her toes. I don't want to depend on her too much. I think if I'd have known in kind of weird freshers period where you're trying to find your own feet 
if I'd known that she was just around the corner, I'd have been very tempted to be like, can I just be friends with your friends? <laughs> yeah, they're already there. <laughs> yeah. They're obviously nice people. Let's yeah. just form this group. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I don't, I don't think that it would have ever happened. And I would recommend, unless you're, like, super, super close, like, best friends. I mean, me and May are, like, best friends, but we can spend time separate. I'd say that if you're a twin and you already can do things by yourself don't go to the same uni try and find your own place and do you feel like that's made you stronger as a person in terms of embracing new situations going off on your own yeah definitely I think that I now think I can do things more as a natural impulse so I think when I was at home it was more like a I probably could do it but I know that May or my older sister or mum could have done it for me so it's like a I'll try a bit but then they can just pick it up if I can't whereas now I I just think no I can do this and I'll give it a go without having to worry too much so yeah I definitely say that I feel more independent and more confident in being independent now and did you notice that when you went into freshers Mm -hmm. as someone who was a year older and had taken a gap year did you feel older or did you feel like you were going in at the right time with people who were maybe younger but had more confidence in them in terms of confidence I don't think I felt any older I think when you're going to university because you don't know anyone, no one knows anyone really. I think you all feel quite on like a level playing field in the first week of like, I just want to be friends with everyone. I'm just going to love everyone and then work out who my real friends are. Yeah. But I think I did notice feeling older ever so slightly. I'm not going to say, I think, I think I hear people all the time saying like, oh, if you're a, a year older, you really feel it. Like everyone else feels really immature. That's not the case. But there were just, there were a couple of things. Just like some of my views just felt a bit more like, they were my own because I'd had more time to probably like think about them but not massive I never thought like I'm living with babies or anything like that (laughs) did you find that you did kind of adopt that mum character at times though because maybe you knew how to do washing or (laughs) understood cleaning a little bit better than your average 18 year old yeah I'd say I'd say a bit I'd say that my flat saw me as a bit of a a mum role which is weird for me because at home I'm like the baby of the group so it was like what's going on here because on your year out as well did you kind of take on more of like an independent role or did you just carry on as you were in your family home yeah definitely I think at home I was more independent and also took more of a lead in like cooking for the family and like doing like things for my mum when she was at work so like I definitely built up a skill set for uni yeah cooking and and cleaning or whatever did that translate then that you kind of taught that to the younger people yeah there were some questions of like how to cook a chicken breast and (laughs) what from frozen what (laughs) yeah yeah and what can and can't go in the microwave including things that were made out of wood of course yeah some near fires (laughs) but we dealt with it (laughs) there's always that person that puts the nutella jar with a little bit of foil around the top yeah that's a nightmare explosions everywhere it's great (laughs) And now I want to move to looking at how are you feeling now? So obviously you're just coming to the close of your second year, about to sit exams that count, not no, to make that saying no. anymore. What? Um, <laughs> and obviously your twin is about to graduate. She's just got a grad job. Mm-hmm. Congratulations to her. How Very does exciting. that feel? The biggest thing I keep thinking is I'm so, so, so glad I've got another year. Really exciting for her that she's she knows what she's doing with the next two plus years. In a way, I'm jealous of she's got something secure and she's got some money coming in very soon. But also, I'm not ready to be in the real world yet. I need another year of being able to go out on a Wednesday night 
and not think, <laughs> oh, I've got to be up for work at seven, things like that. But yeah, it definitely feels strange and a bit surreal knowing that she's not going to be in uni and I'm going to be the last one in the family. And the fact that she's completed her dissertation, that's also kind of crazy. I feel jealous even though I've not started mine, so I can't really be like, <laughs> oh, look at you finished. I just like, wish it was done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I really do already. I'm completely writing it off. Yeah. But... um. Because what degree did she go and go off and do? So she did geography, which was like perfect for her. She loved it all throughout secondary school. And I think it was still a pretty meaty dissertation, something like 11,000. I think mine's 12, so fair there play. There you go, you win. I win, of course. <laughs> English degree, obviously got to have a thousand more. Yeah. But yeah, it is really surreal, really surreal mm. to know that she's going to be in a completely different stage to me. But just like with the past few years, we are just at different paces and that's like completely fine, really. But I feel like she's done very well for herself and I'm a bit, <laughs> I'm a bit, bit worried that it won't turn out the same for me. Yeah, well, is that another thing, like being a twin as well? Does that make you not necessarily competitive, but especially because she mm. is that one step up mm. or one step ahead? Mm. Does that make you feel like, every single step that you take after her, mm-hmm. you've got to, like, match oh, or do the same. Yeah, I'd say, like, it's not necessarily competitive. It's more, like, comparative. Yeah. So it's just a whole life of going, well, she's done this. Have I done something as good? Or have I achieved that thing? Or when will I next be doing something? And it's just, we, we both feel it. Neither of us are the one that feels like we're the leader. Yeah. Um, and there's always things that I was probably stronger at and she was stronger at and we'd balance each other out. But yeah, now that I am like physically a whole step behind, it be- it's become very much more like the leader and the follower sort of situation. And I'm fine with it, but it does make me feel a certain amount of pressure to mm. do as well. But I let the feelings of like being proud yeah. take over them. <laughs> yeah. Also as well, in terms of like after you graduate and all mm-hmm. of that kind of stuff, does it feel weird knowing that you might not ever live in the same place again? Or you might not yeah. move back to that? Because obviously when you both come home from uni, you're back living under the same mm-hmm. roof. And when she graduates and goes off, how do you feel about that not having that anymore? That's really, really weird. I think we've got very used to the whole, like, well, we're apart for so many months and then we're together for so many weeks and then it, we go off again. That now feels like the normal. I think living together 24-7 every week would feel weird now, would yeah. feel too much. This has become like just about right. But I haven't really thought about the fact that she won't have them long holidays. You'll just have yeah. to go crash on her floor. <laughs> yeah, oh, absolutely. I'll have to go and stay in Manchester with her and then that can be her excuse to do something fun <laughs> and not, not be bored working. Yeah. But um, I feel like it's very likely that when we both are kind of thinking about settling somewhere, we would end up in the same neck of the woods, just out of interests. And I think she's very likely to stay in Manchester and I'm likely to move sort of that direction because it's just somewhere we know very well. We've got family there. It's somewhere that I really love and I hold dear to my heart. So I don't think we'll ever be hundreds and hundreds of miles apart unless one of us decides to go to Australia or something. Yeah, you never know. That's our next step. That might be a next step. (laughs) (laughs) She can't do that. I'm not letting her. (laughs) But... um, I think with every little change that happens, it gets easier. Yeah, if you'd have asked me when we were both living together, like, all the time, how would it feel if she just went away and, like, started working in a different city? Mm. I'd be completely against it. But, yeah, I think that's something that everyone that has a sibling that they don't want to, like, see go off, if they're feeling that way, 
just remember that it will all be in little steps over a long period of time. So you just do adjust because you have to. Yeah. And just time makes it easier, definitely. That leads on to quite well. What would your advice be to people who have maybe close friends or siblings or, like you, a twin going off to university um, and they aren't quite sure, like you, whether they want mm-hmm. to go there straight away? What would your advice be to them? Biggest piece of advice is listen to what you want to do and what your mind's telling you. It's so easy when you're at sixth form to follow so many different people's voices. Your friend's telling you, oh, just go, like, we'll all be doing the same thing, it'll be great. Or a sibling feeling like comparison to them. Or you've got your teachers who seem to think that university is the only option in the world. You might also have parents that kind of press you. I luckily didn't. But if you do, just remember to take a step back from that and think, what's right for me? What's my gut telling me? Because your gut is often right. I just had a feeling I wasn't ready. And I'm now 100% sure that I wasn't and that this was the right choice for me. I'd also suggest when your friends are in freshers, just avoid social media or avoid watching their stories or whatever. It doesn't make you feel good. You might be interested to see what it's like, but don't overdo it because you'll feel massive FOMO. So yeah, just do what's right for you. I feel like that's not the most helpful advice, but definitely is the one that you need to listen to. Also can be so challenging when you've got yeah. everybody else around you going, no, do this, do this, you can do this. Yeah. But I, ultimately, if you're not confident with something, yeah. then they're not going to be the ones with you when you have those like regrets Massively. about not being ready. I'd be as cringy as when you have a thought about going to uni or not, write it down because it's so easy to be in a conversation with people and then let your mind be sort of warped towards them. I've had so many times where I've been like, oh yeah, I think that. And really I've not. It's because I've had so many voices shouting at me saying, oh yeah, you should do this, do this. So write it down. Then you can have these conversations because it's always good to have other people's opinions just to help guide you. But don't let them be at the forefront. Come back to to what you've written down, read it. Do I still feel the same? Have they brought a point up that might change your mind a bit? Who knows? But um, always come back to yourself, definitely. That's the one piece of advice that I would completely swear by yeah well thank you so much thank for you. coming and talking to me thank you for having me it's been lovely and good luck in your final year <laughs> and your hey, sister as well <laughs> <laughs> ah don't say final year can't Sorry. hear that <laughs> next year next year thank you years. so much thank you <laughs> Thank you so much to Eve for coming and joining me today. It was really interesting to find out about university experiences from the perspective of a twin because being an only child myself, that's not something that I'd ever have to consider. If you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, then please, as always, go and leave us a lovely review wherever you get your podcast from. And until next time, this has been the University Podcast. Bye-bye.